this. Previously on the road to 1385. Honestly, if you're asking me, I would be very surprised if there was a graduation at all. Well, I think if, I, if we were all being honest with uh, each other as far as on the educational side, I think uh, we it exposed a weakness in where we were right now, which was in preparation for a virtual learning opportunity. From the Sutton Field Studios in Salina, a very good Wednesday evening to you wherever you're listening from. And luckily the wind died down. I thought for sure with the wind that was kicking up earlier today, we weren't going to be able to do this. It was going to be cold. Man, it is a comfortable night. I'm glad to be sitting on the front porch again. It has been a long time since I've been able to do this. But flank to my left, flank to my right, it is good to have two other guys sitting here. We're going to shoot the breeze, and hilarity is going to ensue, and we'll we'll kind of see what happens. To my left, a good friend of mine who is also from San Diego wearing his Fresno State hat. He will change out to his San Diego Padres hat every 15 minutes. minutes. He is the man, the myth, the legend himself. He is Brian Christen. Brian, good evening. Good evening, and I want to apologize for the wind. That was two bowls of chili from earlier, so I apologize. It was intended. Oh, and to my right, a good friend of mine, actually both good friends of mine, but guy that I've gotten to know and that hair is something else let me tell you folks if you haven't seen it yeah no matter if he's got the hat on or the hat off that hair just doesn't move he is TJ Love TJ good evening sir how's it going good to be here uh, this, is, uh, this is exciting man. I've never been asked to be on a uh, podcast before um, hopefully everyone can hear me they can't see us can they? they cannot see us no we're not doing Facebook live or anything we did yeah we uh, yeah, trying to man the board anyway, and trying to turn everybody up and and turn everybody on as it as it as the case may be. Well, fellas, let's let's get to the topic of the day, the topic du jour, I guess we could say. And, and I think everybody's talking about this COVID situation, and I'm kind of curious where you guys stand. As and I've seen all sorts of sorts of posts on Facebook, whether it's a political conspiracy or it's a serious thing or it's not really that serious or. But I, I think, Brian, and let me start with you. You and I both have, well, I'm about to have a kid that's going to start in kindergarten here in the fall. And Carrie and I are wondering, are is she even going to be able to start kindergarten in August? Because I don't even know if schools can reopen. I have no idea what the COVID is. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> is this a flu or something? Um, I'll give you my take. I think the school systems are going to change. You're going to go to every alternating of the way, like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday will be group A, maybe Tuesday, Thursday, you know, uh, group B, they'll switch or Mondays or Fridays off. And I don't think the way that we see uh, school systems as they were, they're going to change. They can save money and thin out the kids. And uh, I think that's the way it's, it's, it's going to have to be along with these kids are already prepped for doing stuff at home, like a lot of home schools do. And uh, I don't think, at least in Texas out here, I don't know if it's going to start that soon or opening up the doors and go. Too many parents are scared and worried. So whether it's political or not, people are on that side of I'm not sending my kid right now. TJ, where do you stand on this? Well, like you, um, I have I have a young one that's going to start his kindergarten, uh, kindergarten year next year or this year. And, um, you know, last night actually we had a uh, – teachers, the kindergarten teachers, and the, um, the principal of the school, and um, 
they s they seem to be prepping and getting ready for the school year. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not normal. I mean, we are having a Zoom meeting instead of doing a meet the teacher night, but um, but they're they're prepping just like they're you know going to start a new year like normal. Um, as far as as far as it goes for me, you know, I feel like as a parent, when you're thinking about sending your kid to school without any type of vaccine or you know, like no idea how they really treat this thing, because you hear you hear so many conflicting stories. I mean, you've got <coughs> on one hand where there's you know a guy who is athletic and works out all the time. And that's me. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> yeah, over here. But, I mean, you know, he eats right and he does all the right things. And, you know, that's you uh, that's also Brian. <laughs> 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 he, he, he Are we sick, talking about schools? Are we talking about Brian right here? Yeah, we're talking about Brian. Yeah. Yeah. This is the Narcissism Podcast with Brian. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, you hear, you hear different things. You hear where one, you know, somebody might have it and not even know it, yep. which is probably me. Well, then we should probably do some social distancing. We're all sitting on each other's lap, but it's very awkward. <laughs> so, uh, at least yes. I, you know what, though? I agree, because you, you don't know who has it, who does it. These parents, whether it's real or not or fake or whatever is going on, um, the problem is, is that these kids now know a, a new way of going to school. So kindergartners aren't going to know anything going forward. My son's going to be a senior next year. My daughter's going to go into freshman high school. Uh, as, a, as a freshman in high school. So now that's changed. So you're going to get, I, I, I really believe it's going to be an alternating days of the week for kids, and the kids that are home that day will Skype in or Zoom in, because who here heard, heard of Zoom before the COVID? Raise your hands. Yeah, I don't think anybody did. And there's three of us that haven't heard of it. Right? No, but so. the, the, the interview I did last week with Dr. Mike Goddard, who is the, the superintendent of Prosper ISD, I asked him that specific question, and the answer that you heard in the intro was him saying that there's still very much a weakness in, you know, it. it, it I guess they figured out there's a weakness in their system because now they have to look at the next school year. And, and this was one of the things we talked about in the interview. You can go, actu you can actually go back to the, the show from last week and listen to the interview in its entirety. But one of the things that he said was, he actually, you know, I, I told him, I said, you have to realize that there are going to be parents that aren't going to be comfortable bringing their kids back to school in August. That, that's just, that's the real fact of the situation. Whether we believe this to be a conspiracy or not, there are going to be parents, because you're going from your kids either being home full-time or, or perhaps they're still in a, a daycare with only, you know, very small limited number of kids, that's, that's us right now, to several thousand, depending on what school or high school or wherever your kids are going. And I said, are you guys ready to allow kids, some kids to come back to school and do distance learning for others? And I don't even know if they're prepared for that. Right. That's a good point. You can't force these parents now that they're freaked out, whether it's true or not, or whatever, the, or whatever side you stand on. Um, but you're going to have parents who are going to say, I'm not sending my kid. And now you can't force them. Now what happens with kids that can't afford uh, in a lot of areas where they can't afford a computer or they can't afford the Internet? And that's how it becomes. So now you're subsidizing that. So... It's going to be interesting how, I think, in general areas, um, how that's going to maintain. You're going to have to give these kids a choice where you couldn't before. Um, well, and I don't think it's the kids' choice. I think you have to give the parents the, the choice. And and it's it, you look at also graduations that are going to be taken away from, from seniors. And, and at this point, 
what really is the point of doing a graduation because I don't I, and it I think to for college seniors I think that's a bigger deal than high school seniors I could be wrong I know from a student's perspective I can say that I I probably would say there's some parents who would you know are been waiting 18 years for this day to be able to be at a graduation but you know with kids going off to college and there's some that have to report there at the end of summer or early August I know one in particular um, who's going to Georgia, who I think has to be there at least uh, the second week of August, I believe. But I think at this point, you just let it be what it is. Yeah, Texas is starting to reopen, but we're not even going to see that till the, maybe the middle of May, early June. And then it's only this amount of people. Then you're dragging it into July. And at that point, you may just throw your hands up and go, it is what it is. You wave the white flag and you go on. Yeah. Yep. Because you know, you know what I'm saying. Um, I'm, this isn't mono, but but you know what I mean. It's it's a. Thank God that none of my kids have any type of respiratory issues or um, any type of you know asthma problems or anything like that. Because uh, I would I would I probably wouldn't be sending my kids to school. Let me let me ask you guys this. Let me and I, I didn't mean to, to cut you off, TJ, but let me ask you this from and especially a parent's perspective. And Brian, let me ask you first: as as a parent, and you've got kids that are going to be going back to school in the fall, are you comfortable at a hundred percent sending them back and not being afraid of what might happen? Absolutely, no problem whatsoever. Send them back, TJ. I mean, you're you're just going into it like I am, so. What is your thought of it? And especially, you know, ours are going to be going to Winsong. I don't know where you, yours is going to be going, but are you and Gabby 100% comfortable with sending him to kindergarten and no worries? You know, uh, I wouldn't say – well, having that uh, – talking to the teachers and stuff last night and hearing the principal talk, the, uh, the parents were able to ask some questions and stuff like that. I mean, it was – it did give me some confidence that they are they are taking precautions. They're, they're doing what they're – I feel like – at the end of the day, they know they have a job to do. They're teachers. They're professionals. They're going to take it as serious. Most of them are parents. Right. So they have the same concerns that we have. So I would imagine that they're going to be taking as many precautions as they can, um, not only as a school but as individual teachers, um, to make sure that our children are safe. A- am I 100% confident that nobody's going to get sick? Um, I mean, I would hope that none of my kids get sick, but the problem is, is if one child gets sick in the entire school. Yeah, and it, and it does take one. Down yeah, down. yeah, you're absolutely right. It's because it's the neat, that's, the, that's the precedent that we have set now as, as a society, unfortunately, is that it's immediate. It, there's, no, there's no, like, reasonable way of dealing with this at all. It's straight to DEFCON 1. There's no. Totally agree. Yeah. It's, there's well, not going to be because insurance, the liability, parents, everybody, it's going to be one kid has it, we're, we're shut down. Now you're not going to be able to name the kid because of rules and, and laws, 
But the minute you get that, it's going to be, okay, everything shut down, that's it. Mass hysteria for one kid, whether they have it or not. Then everybody's waiting to find out if it is because it takes weeks. So is that the new norm? Or you could have a, a false negative and a negative false or whatever it is. Did that that come out right? But what's the false point? Of, but whatever. but to, to your what point, TJ, saying. what's the point of even starting schools back up? If it's going to take one kid, what's the point? So well, so here's the deal then. Then you got to look at parents like with special ed kids, right? So what do you do with those parents that um, that need more attention to their kids? And do you send them when they have respiratory issues and now they have special teachers and aides? Then how do you do that? Is that done at home? Do the school districts now pay for that to come to the house? Because, you know, they have rules, ADA rules, with busing, and you can't, even if you cut busing out like in California, they cut everything out. You have to maintain that. So if you cut this out now, are these aides required to go into their homes? Don't have the aides don't want to go in the homes. So it's a whole different perspective of what's going to happen. Yeah, there's going to be schools. People are going to be, um, I think they're going to be given the choices and they're going to be given the tools to teach their kids at home. At home. But then I don't think there's going to be a line that's going to be drawn. I, with parents going on both ends of the spectrum, the school, school districts are going to have to accommodate every single parent because that's the way it is right now. Well, and I think, you know, the, the problem with going into this semester, and, you know, from from my perspective, and, and I only have – uh, the the one child going into a, a full blown school at this point. Hannah's five, and Isaiah's got a couple years. He's two, so and he turns three a day after Hannah turns six in December. But for me, I look at if it's one child, if it's going to take one child to test positive, or one child to, even to get sick. Let's not even say that to test positive, because the, the fear of COVID now is a fever. That's it. It doesn't take a it doesn't take a a, right. a positive test. It takes a fever, one kid, for the school to go. Okay, we got to lock it down. So I think for me, I would look at school districts if there is a true weakness with some kids going back to school and some distance learning. Why not give them another semester to see if they can't work out that weakness, to see if they can't work out whether or not they can do it instead of forcing all these kids back, and we're going back to the way things were. And then a possible shutdown. Now we got to go back to distance learning. Give them another semester or possibly another year to see if they can figure so it out. You're saying the kid that gets the coronavirus in, let's say, December, okay, they're, they're isolated, they're at home. But now all the other parents are freaked out, then what do we do? Because who is he infected? Is that what you're saying? So I'm lost. So No, no, no. I'm, so, I'm saying it, the, the parents that want to send their kids back. So let's say just for, for my own example and TJ for, for yours and Brian for yours who have kids going back. If we were 100% comfortable, and I, I'm with you, Brian. I, Carrie and I are 100% comfortable sending Hannah to, to kindergarten, 100%. But if there are parents who want to keep their kids home and want to do distance learning and it, leave it up to the parents, if there are some parents like us that are 100% comfortable sending their kids to Winsong or wherever they're going to go, allow us to send them back. If there are parents who are uncomfortable, allow them to do the distance learning, and let's see if the school district can figure out if they can do both. Everybody on everything. They're going to have to say, okay, who wants to stay home? Who doesn't? Now, is that going to be wake up today and I don't want to send my kids? Or is that going to be, you know, how's that going to work? You know, they're going to have to accommodate everybody. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I feel like because you're going to have the hypochondriac mm-hmm. parents. 100%. You know, because everybody remembers that kid in yep. school that came to school and bubble bath. 
Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yep. You know yep. what I mean? Like, I mean, they, they get they get there, and you know, it's it's the they've got everything, the inhaler, everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean. <laughs> yeah, we're laughing because we can all if we can all kind of picture that one kid that we knew growing up. An inhaler, I'm just asking. It was Brian when we were growing up. You know, it's it's right that kid in the. Or is that going to be the excuse? My kid is sick, yeah. so I can't send. Oh, definitely don't send them. Well, you know, yeah. that's going to be it too. Well, and then not even that. I mean, you, you, then you have because I mean, you know, like at the school that that uh, that Easton's going to be going to. I mean, it's well. I mean, at most schools, they all have volunteers and stuff. And, right. And you know, I mean, what about teachers that don't want to go? You know, a dry cough. And they hear a dry cough, and then you're going to have the hypochondriac volunteer right. being like. I'm well, it's and it's like place. it's yeah. like that Facebook post that said, "Is that you know somebody coughs? Is, oh, is that COVID nineteen? No, it's pollen twenty twenty. Right, you know, exactly. and, and it's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, have you not seen that? But what do you, yeah, what do you do with the teachers and the staff that don't want to show up? Now, what do you do? Oh, I'm not I'm not going there because you're going to have those too. So does the district have to? Well, I mean, it's a matter of whether they, they want to be considered heroes like everybody else that's working right now. I'm a hero. Everybody's <laughs> a hero. These days, I'm a hero. I'm a hero. Absolutely unbelievable. Because, I mean, you know, I, I look, I'm all for celebrating doctors and nurses. We should do that all the time. Amen. My dad Absolutely. In medical profession. With, with Absolutely. Kind of thing. We should celebrate that. But, I mean, you know, nothing's changed for me personally mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to work other than the fact that they've made some concessions with the rules and how we, you know, maneuver around and, 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 and do certain things. But other than that, I'm going to work, you know. Right. No problem. I mean, you know, it's it is what it is, and uh, I'm waiting for my hero badge to show up. Right. I'm waiting for my press conference. Where's my press conference at? <laughs> it's right here. This you know? is it. Where's <laughs> yeah. my billboard? Yeah. Prize press conference. Where's That's my billboard at, man? No, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> no. And you bake donuts, right? Is that what it is for living? That's, well, I mean, you know, Christmas we've got to make, hey, make America make, fat again. <laughs> and that's what we're trying to do. Wow. I am just trying to get rid of my winter right now. <laughs> I, I, considered overweight. But... <laughs> But here's the here's the other thing that brings up in my mind, and, and I certainly don't want to take the the entire show, but it's it's the one topic on everybody's mind. So why not at least focus on it? But here's the point that I would make: there are teachers. If you do send some kids back who want to be back, or parents who want to send them back, whether it be because they're 100 percent comfortable or because they don't have jobs where they can do distance learning, and and I, and I think the only reason that that a lot of parents can do it now, and, and there's uh, a couple here in the the neighborhood that I all three of their kids are home and they're trying to do all three with two very demanding jobs and I I feel horrible for them, but if you have some kids that are going to go back to school and some that are going to distance learn, how do you do that from a teacher's perspective? Because you can't have Zoom running and trying to teach a class at the same time because you're not going to get the same full focus from both. I, I think that's going to put them in a real disadvantage. A lot, there's a lot to what you're saying here. Um, because you, you're putting a lot on the parents as well. Like in our case, sure. we, we both work. And even though Gabby can work from home, 
and do her job, she still has a job to do. Right. And trying to keep a five-year-old kid from losing his mind um, in front of a you know computer screen or whatever it is, you know, I mean, you know, you know what you, you know what the best. Here's the thing. Hold your kid back this year. You're gonna go in as the biggest kid in school, <laughs> and you get that football scholarship. And <laughs> then guess what, dude? You're guaranteed for success for the rest That's of your right. life. And you'll never get no, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're guaranteed <laughs> that. But I understand <laughs> where you're going with it. But, yeah. But, but no, but no. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's what's gonna happen? Because seriously, what's the attention span of a five-year-old kid? Yeah. Longer than mine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Real quick, I need to make an announcement. Hat trick. <laughs> Here comes the yeah. There goes the Fresno State hat. Here comes the San Diego Padre. Now he's getting serious. Now he's getting serious. Even though both of the teams sucked last year. Here's, here's wow. We just met and I get gross. You know what? Whatever. Um, here's here's the bigger thing. So we grew up as kids. Kids, babies. Now you put them on the floor. They touch the floor. They put their hand on their mouth. They build an immune system. Your body is supposed to build an immune system. That's what happens. We grew up, we didn't have wash your hands all the time and put, you know, disinfectant on your hands and disinfect all the countertops and your constant with the, the, the stuff, the gel in your hands. And you wonder how people are sicker. Why is there a pharmacy on every corner worse than the Starbucks? When I grew up, yep. there was a handful. So you wonder why people are getting more sick nowadays. What's is your it? Point? Right. Is it pharmacies pushing it or people creating whatever they're doing? The problem now is you have a virus that's out there and you're more susceptible to, like you were saying, respiratory systems, asthma. Well, if you don't build up your immune system, you, you're constantly washing Junior's hands at five and he's going outside. He's going to get sick more. So what are people doing now? They're staying inside. They're isolating. They're wearing gloves. They're wearing face masks. They're staying six feet apart. You are more now susceptible to be sick in six months than you were six months ago from catching this because you're not building, people aren't building up their immune systems. Yeah. And we're not touching things and we're wiping everything down and it's constant washing hands. It's the opposite of what you should be doing, which is not wearing gloves, not wearing a mask, being out in public, touching the door handles and doing what you should be doing because that builds your immune system. So in six months, you don't think this is going to pop up again. You mentioned earlier about talking um, about the schools, you know, you get one kid and it's going to be locked down five, right? Mm -hmm. The government's going to do the same thing. They now have a new button, and there's going to be levels of lockdown. You're going to get a – I guarantee you're going to get a text on your phone. We are now at level one lockdown, and they'll come with a protocol. Things will be locked down two, three, four, whatever they make those, orange, red, blue, green, right? It's the same concept. More people are going to get sick this next flu season in, in the fall than they were last year, not because of the flu season, not because of COVID, because nobody is building up an immune system. And what's that going to do to the school system? Yeah, I, you know, I that's a heck of a point. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it is a good point because I mean, you know, one, one way, of course, that we build up resistance to a lot of these things, the body builds up resistance is by being exposed to it. You know, right. what are they? What is the flu shot? A flu. The it's flu. a micro dose of the flu yeah. it, itself. You know, I mean, it's and then your your body learns, you know, how to hopefully. Cause some people, it. some people get the flu shot and they get the flu. That's that's what happened to me about yeah. 15 years ago, and never, yeah, never I again. The flu shot in '86. This is why I got fat. <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, it hasn't gone down. So it was, you got the fat shot. Yeah, they, they spelled it wrong, but they, I didn't care. Oh man, it was a rip so off. 
The fat well, shot. You know, what happened was I paid the guy 20 bucks and I ran out of his car in the middle of the alley and I said, this is what, what I should be getting for my When I play the intro for next week's show, the, the la- or, uh, last time on, on the road to 16, it's going to be that. It's going to be that quote, that the fat shot. That's exactly what it's going to be. So based on the science that we're getting here from the scientists, I've been calling yeah. That's right. Um, so we need to be, we need to just be out there rolling around in the corona. Do you agree? I don't agree we should be rolling around. Here's the thing. I do agree with you. I haven't worn a mask yet. I haven't either. I wore a mask. Yeah, I haven't either. I wore a mask. Uh, I wear a mask when I'm woodworking. Yeah. And I'm sanding stuff down. Because right. I, I definitely, I definitely can feel the, uh, the respiratory issues cranking up when I don't wear that. Right, um, but uh, but I, you know, I haven't worn a mask yet, and I've been I've been working like normal, and and talking to people, and you know, I haven't been shaking anybody's hand. I shook your hand, today. which which Forgot. sucks. Uh, but it, it, you know what I mean? It's it's a it it's, it's a it's a weird kind of thing. I mean, it's uh, I've been I've been doing I've been doing what I, I've been making the grocery store runs if I have to. I've been doing all that stuff to keep. You know, hey, I've become a believer in Instacart. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'll use the hand sanitizer. I don't use, I don't really use any of that stuff any more than I used to anyway. To be honest right. with you, I mean, I'm not. Look, I'm not saying that I, I know what I'm talking about because I have no clue. What I'm, I'm not a scientist, but I do know this. For me personally, I haven't, I haven't really changed Your a whole lot about what I've been doing with my regular life. Um, Maybe I've been washing my hands a little, maybe maybe a little more. Um, but I mean, I touch my face constantly. It's just a natural thing for me to do. You touched my face. I have a <laughs> handsome face, <laughs> and I gotta touch it. It's a little awkward. But uh, but anyway, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I just I I, I this is, this doesn't go for everybody because I'm sure this is gonna I'm sure there's somebody li- that's gonna be listening. To this is gonna be like these guys. These yeah, guys I can hear it now. Crazy, yep. you know. All right, guys. Even okay. even though I know now your theme song for the next podcast is "I'm so pretty, oh so pretty." <laughs> no, I, you know what sucks is, is meeting. Like we have some guys we moved out of a rental to get into the house that we bought, and the the they showed up like I think they were the fireplace guys. You want to shake your hand because that's just what you do as a gentleman. Yeah, your, your hand. Yep. I tell my kids, you've got two things in this world: your handshake and your word. That's right. And now, yep. I, and I stick my hand out, and everybody now has to. Are you okay with that? It's like it shouldn't be, and I think it's the 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 fear factor that everybody has been into that you can't shake hands. And that's the man agreement of, I could sell you this house, Todd, based on a handshake. And I know we're good for it. And now guys just introducing, everybody's kind of hesitant. And, and to me, it's more uncomfortable not shaking hands than it is shaking hands. Dude, now, I, Todd I and I bear hug. Whoa, whoa. And like, right. Seriously, I stuck my hand out. He goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, hey, bro. Right. Like, really? <laughs> Easy. Like, what is that? Easy. Easy there, killer. So I it's so so quick story you mentioned it. So yesterday I'm in Lowe's. We're gonna I'm not gonna change hats, so <laughs> nobody can I don't know which way the cameras are <laughs> There's no cameras. There's cameras. There's actually know. one right behind you, it's the I ring know. doorbell. It's, it's been okay. going on the whole time. Right, right. See, I told you it was. So I'm at Lowe's last night and I'm talking to the Lowe's manager and they're like needing people to come to work because nobody's showing up to work, right? So it's because there's three hundred people in line. Right. And there's no there's no employees. Yeah. There's no employees there. So we're talking to them and this manager and I are three or four feet. 
And he goes, you know, he's telling me that he can't bring in people because his employees aren't showing up to work because they're all freaked out. He goes, listen, I'm not wearing a mask. I let my employees do what they want. He goes, I'm just saying. So this customer walked be- almost between us with full mask on, full star, full whole nine yards. And he's like, he goes, he, with his hands, he puts his hands out like to indicate six feet apart. He goes, excuse me. And the manager kind of looked at me and rolled his eyes. And as the guy got about three feet apart, I just went. And look right at him. There you go. And the guy looked at and the and the man the, the manager just kind of looked at me kind of like nicely played. Like for that reason, like man. you said, of people are so scared to shake hands. I'm telling you, it's re- it, it, I'm more comfortable not shaking hands than I am shaking hands. So when when and here's one of the things that I speaking of, of shaking hands and you talk about it the the two most important things a handshake and your word. When I was growing up. I learned my handshake from both my great-grandfather and my grandfather, and they always told me that that you can tell a person's sincerity or who they are by the, the firmness of their handshake, and I think all three of us learned that. But speaking of a handshake, at some point we're going to end up going back to church. And one of the things I talked to Carrie about the other night, I said, you know, one of the things that Gateway Church does where we go, we go to their campus in Frisco, and after worship they say, you know, turn around and greet two or three people. So when you turn around and try to shake somebody's hand, are they gonna are they gonna do the same thing, TJ, that you just said and go, whoa, hey, yeah. in in are, are in that same sense, are we done greeting people? No, I say headbutt the old lady. <laughs> when you want to really get in just a moment, you just headbutt the pastor and go. Hello. Are we doing the elbow bump from now on? That's are we? Do- I mean, but I no, but I ask seriously though. The elbow bump. Oh, the. But like but sir, in all seriousness though, are we done greet? I mean. From and not necessarily a church perspective, but you go into a job interview, there's a handshake. You go into you know you're meeting somebody for the first time. If you have friends over, you know, especially with a neighborhood as young as as we have in in Sutton Fields, and I, I don't you know I don't know if they're done building in Savannah where where you are, TJ, but you're meeting new people. Are, are we done with the handshake? Is that just something that is going to fall by the wayside? Well, I mean, I think I think that that uh, knowing the measure of a person by the handshake is going to it's it's taking on a whole new meaning now. Because you're going to know whether this person is legit or not, whether they even shake your hand. Period. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's going to be like, oh, this is a real this is a real dude right here. I'm not like changing. this is a real man. He shook my hand. Right. I'm not changing my habits to accommodate the world. If somebody if I shake my hand, somebody says no, I'm not going to be offended if they say no. You're not going to force them to shake. No, I'm not no. Gonna it, force it, them to shake my hand. I might grab their other hand. You're going to shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> the same maybe we belly bump and honestly so my if, if i stick my hand out and you don't shake it i'm not going to think anything of it now my question is is that person going to be offended that i offered to shake your hand now Man, it's a new opportunity to be offended these days isn't is it? yeah boy that's that's one. for sure let's say we go with the belly bump well yeah <laughs> Just i mean that's what that's what bugs me the most right here is the fact that we already as a society it's 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 you can get offended at absolutely anything this adds to it, and this just adds another layer of of the social justice movement, <laughs> you know. Because somebody's gonna be, what? What if you do? What if we? What if we run into each other at the grocery store or at a ball game or something, and I see you and I'm like, hey, Todd, what's going on? I walk up and I shake your hand, and somebody gets it on video. <laughs> no, you're gonna it give me a hug, fool. Hey, no, it puts it on YouTube <laughs> and it goes viral. We got. 
you and I, you and I know each other well that you better damn well give me a hug. That's what I'm saying right now. You better give me a hug, fool. We go to Kroger and we do a YouTube video right now. We just bear hunt like we totally do the 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 ten on the beach with the movie ten, and we do the slow motion and we go to Kroger right now and do it. I'll do and the just press tour after that. You, deal. Oh yeah. Bring me on CNN. I say we freak Bring people on the Daily Show. I'll be the but guy. have you been, have you guys each other? I'm not even kidding. Let's go. Have you have you gotten looked at? Because I went in Kroger the other day just for like two or three items, and it was uh, flowers and a, a birthday gift for somebody that just had a birthday a few days ago. Shout out to the April birthdays because they're the strongest month of the year. Um, but I was probably in the minority of not wearing a mask, and I don't think I've gotten so many dirty looks in one place ever. I was in the store the other day, and what was so funny to me is... You know, Costco's requiring people to wear masks now, by the way. Are they? Well, they didn't. I was just there, and I wasn't wearing one. I think so, it, it just came down today, no, I think. Hashtag no mask. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hashtag rebel. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, I was... My face, my choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was in, I was in the store the other day, and they have these, you know, they have these little, little taped-off marks. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's everywhere here, now. Right? So, you know, whatever. I'm being considerate. I'm going to follow the rules, whatever. So I'm standing at the distance, right, that I'm supposed to. This person's getting their stuff in front of me. I go to move up. This older guy, I mean, he was probably, I mean, he was probably in his seven, maybe early 70s or something. He's got a mask on. It's like barely hanging on, right? He's breathing on my neck. I mean, he's like right behind me. And he goes, he goes, uh, excuse me, because he had to put his stuff down. Because he was carrying like a few things, and he decided not to get a cart or anything. And he just, and it was funny because I did. I turned around. I was like, hey, "Can you keep doing that?" Like, <laughs> kind of feels good. We, did, did we find a vaccine or, <laughs> or what? But he's right there, and as I'm moving up, he's like right there behind me. And uh, and it was funny because I was waiting on somebody to call him out. I was waiting on like somebody to lose it in the store, maybe the cashier, somebody right. be like, "Sir, you need to take a step back." Or, Nobody said anything, but he's just whispering sweet nothings. <laughs> Uncle Billy, is that you? <laughs> yeah, is that you? It was funny. It, it was funny. I, I was, I was, as I was walking out, I was just laughing. I was like, man, this is, because it, it's weird that I had a reaction to it. Right. You know, we're living in a time now where I actually, there wouldn't have been a thing six months ago. Some old guy breathing on your neck? Wasn't no, it a man, thing it with was you? Normal, <laughs> okay, I'm off the show. Yeah. I'm go ahead and unplug well, him no, no, but I mean, you know, people standing, like, walking up and getting right. in your personal space, right. basically. I mean, there's people that are like that. You know people that are just the close talker, the Seinfeld right. close talker guy. You know, so, like, so we, to go from schools to church, the handshake, we talk about, and I don't even know if sports is going to come back this year. I mean, baseball seems to be the one that everybody's going, oh, please, God, come back. But no, I don't, I don't even think there's not going to be any fans, though, apparently. Did you see really that? Yeah, I have heard that. <laughs> there are no fans anyway. That's a normal occurrence no for us, yeah. But, but that is, they did say that today. I saw something today. They want to do They want to do the baseball. They want to bring baseball back. But they don't want to – they're not going to have any fans. So here's my issue. The, the owners are footing the bill for this thing and having no revenue in return, or are they going to do everything like pay-per-view? Oh, no, no, no. It's not going to be free to watch These anymore. channels are going to make money. Oh yeah. Yes. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they're going to have to filter yep. that back to the owners? Uh, yeah. You've got to pay I mean, the they players. Buy it anyway. They set the schedules. It's like when you have baseball timeout. You go to a game and but there's a timeout, and you're like, what are we waiting for? And then they go, baseball timeout. Because the TV's so now. So we're going to have more children. commercial breaks. It's going to be an 18-hour oh, long. Oh, yeah. Game. But but here's a, so a buddy of mine has a, has a radio show in San Diego, and it's actually the – 
he used to be on the Mighty 1090. I, I know that you're familiar with it. Now he's on Extra 1360. But he made a point. <laughs> yeah. It, he made a point the other day on his show. I try to listen to his podcast since I can't. I, I don't usually listen live, so I try to catch the podcast. But he made the point the other day that professional sports don't need fans. They could care less because of the money they're getting from the TV contracts anyway. Now there there is a, now there is a lot of money to be made from the gate and from concessions and all that, but not nearly the money that they're getting. You look at the NFL. The NFL's going. Who cares? I mean, it, it, seriously. Except, except if you're the Raiders in a new stadium in Vegas. Yeah, boy, that's got to be. See, oh, the Rams, too. The Rams, too. But that's how that's all play out. So, generally, like, I'm, I'm going to use minor league stadiums in baseball for uh, uh, an example. The minor league single A for the San Diego Padres is the Lake Elsinore Storm. The, the city owns the stadium. Fun fact of the day. Nobody knew that. Nobody. <laughs> no. Except for Brian, except so, for Brian and so I, like we're the only two who knew that. By the Texas Rangers are Double A. That stadium is owned by the city of Frisco. The team is owned by the, obviously the National League affiliate, and then there's a management company that handles all the PR, all the advertising, and then they get the concessions, and that's where they get it. So everybody gets a piece. So when you're talking about who's going to make money, who's going to make money? The teams are always going to make the money. The, whether it's televised or not, because they don't give a care about ticket sales. Ticket sales go to whoever owns the stadium, hence the NFL, the Raiders. Vegas owns that stadium. So ticket sales, the city is going to hurt. The NFL, the you know, NHL, it doesn't matter. Who's going to hurt is there's no concessions. Well, what do you need concessions if they're not managing the stadium to bring in money for the city? That's how the city makes the revenue. So the teams always make the money, whether it's televised or not. Will you need a stadium anymore? Well, no. You could just play in a blank stadium now and just play anywhere, and it doesn't matter because you're not going to have fans anymore. When you're saying you know, there are going to be games, Newsom already in California already said no mass gatherings until, like, January 1st or something stupid. Like you're talking Coachella, stagecoach, no games, no nothing. Well, you just killed jobs, with, well, which is what they want on that side anyway. Um but when you're talking what's going to happen with sports, I like going to the game. I used to watch baseball and football all the time. Now I can just care less. I got other things to do. I got kids. Well, well it, those, those, the, the, new, the new park over there for the Rangers, right? They right. Yeah, that's another one too, the yeah. Taxpayers. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 Hey, man, you know, the, the city of Arlington. They, the, the, the city. Move, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, move out. Like, we're out of here. Yeah, but you know what? The, the city made a – they were in desperation mode because it was funny. All Dallas had to do, all the city of Dallas had to do was mention that they were interested in bringing the Rangers to Dallas. All they, had, they could, that was the biggest no-brainer bluff in history. So even if the, and I'm not saying this is the way it happened, but whether the Rangers reached out to the city of Dallas because they weren't sure that the stadium deal was going to be reached or the city of Dallas went, let's just screw with Arlington and let's see how this goes. And, all they had to do was say we're interested, and in, in it could not have been true. It could have been just a city councilman throwing something to the media and go, <laughs> watch what happens. And Arlington bit like that. I mean, they bit in a second. And they built this stadium. But it's not only the Rangers, it's the Chargers, it's the Rams, it's the Raiders, as you mentioned. But it's not even professional sports that's going to take the biggest hit. You know where the biggest hit's going to come? College. That's exactly right. But it, not just in sports, but it, yeah, college is going to take the biggest hit across the board, whether it's USC, Ohio State, UCLA, Washington, LSU. LSU. Yeah, it, it's, Nobody but schools. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Hold hey, on, microphones. We're going at it. <laughs> national champions. Willie, you got to bring that up again? Already? I'm going to take my headphones off and let these guys go at it here for a second. the top five teams in the country, easily. You and your long-haired football player. Yeah, man. Hey, good time. First round pick. Five draft picks in the first round. How'd that work out for? One of them can read the contract. Hey, how did that work out for Demarcus Russell? I'm curious. Joe Burrow got his master's degree, my friend. See, I can't even get a word in edgewise. These guys are going back and forth. How did Demarcus Russell work out for you guys? Wow. Nobody's talking about Jamarcus. No, Russell. but you, you talk about Ellis. I just had to throw a word in. But I mean, who's going to buy, honestly, it, when you're talking gear, who's, who else is going to buy Fresno State Bulldogs gear if nobody goes to games? <laughs> Todd Coffin. <laughs> the guy right in the middle. Yeah, because I, I told Carrie the other day, I said I I still have to get, because Hannah's grown out of the shirt that I, I did have for her. I, I just got uh, Isaiah Fresno State football jersey that, that so he wears. three shirts for the college. They're set then, right? The college on three shirt sales and a hat that I brought? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But well, no, I'm just I, wondering how Alabama's going to recruit. Here's a thing. Hi, we're Alabama. I'm play. Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how they've recruited for years. Hi, I'm Nick Saban. You can't, what are you going to do? Pay him recruits anymore, man. Yeah. Here's a big thing. My buddy and I, he's a, he's a principal at the school that my son went to. I was talking to a buddy of mine that was a teacher. I'm like, okay, going back to schools, kids that are right now, there are a lot of pass fail. So your A kids are going to pass and your D kids are going to pass. There's no difference on their grade right now. There's no difference. Yeah, because it's pass fail right now. Pass fail because yeah. what they're doing right now is irrelevant. They can't. Whatever grade you left at, at, let's say, March 15th, you can't go back. Way to come full circle, by the way. Hey, just Nice job. But here's the bigger thing. You're talking scholarships. It made me think of this. What's that going to do for kids for scholarships? One with sports and academics. So if you're if you're a pass on a D, are you going to go to a really good school like Ohio State? Or are you going to go to a crappy school like LSU or Fresno? Just using his oh, examples. Man. So just <laughs> that hair, though. throwing that out there. But what are these kids going to do with these scholarships? How are they going to get good scholarships or get into Yale if it's a pass-fail right now? What do well, you do? Wh- how, do they, how, does, how does a school like Yale or Harvard or any of the Ivy League schools like Fresno State? Um, <laughs> how do, but no, how oh, look do at the they time. determine who sure. qualifies for that right? anymore? Because, you know, I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about it several times with, uh, with my daughter who's – Who's got who's got grand plans for herself for the future, um, and uh, you know we've we've told her we made it really clear that look if you want to get into a school like Harvard or something like that I mean it's not just you know perfect grades that they're looking at they're looking at all the stuff you're doing on the side like mm-hmm. volunteer stuff like sports the extracurricular activities you know I mean I mean Harvard's probably not looking at sports but uh, but. They are looking at they are looking at your you know how involved are you in, in in getting out there and doing extra stuff on top of your maintaining your perfect grade point average and all these things. So if there's no grade point average anymore, what is it? How do you how do you rate why does it? Yeah, I mean, as far as this year goes, I mean, what about that kid that worked their butt off all year long? I know one and of them. was helping to tutor other kids and getting some extra marks there to right try to get window. into that Ivy League school, whatever. Um, and they're 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 watching these kids with that 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 shouldn't be graduating, 
graduate next. What are you gonna look at? But you know what? Here's here's the thing. There was there's a girl that we know. She's a family friend. She's the one that's going to Georgia. She's graduating from Arlington Martin High School at the end of the year, or at the end of this semester, I should say. She's got a 4.7 GPA. Headed to Georgia, and one of the things that she told me a couple weeks ago was she had worked so hard in these different clubs and AP and she had gotten these different cords that she was going to be able to wear at graduation. And she was disappointed that she wasn't going to be able to wear them. And I said, there isn't anybody that can take that away from you. There isn't, regardless of the fact that nobody can see them, those are your accomplishments. So to your point, TJ, those accomplishments, whether somebody else graduates or not, their future isn't your problem. Well, hopefully they're, they're, they're uh, mature enough to realize like, look, okay, Everybody but the, but this is a different. I worked work my butt off harder than everybody else, but everybody graduated. It's right, all but good. I'm still, I'm st- I still accomplished a lot. And right, I'm still planning on moving ahead. Right, and you you've already solidified your spot where you're going. So regardless of anybody else, and this is a different time. If if this was a normal time, and somebody graduated that shouldn't be, okay, we'd have a different discussion. But this across the board that has affected the entire world. There's nothing that you can do about it. And I think the hard part for us is, you know, my daughter has continued to struggle. Her friends aren't at school. You know, she's so routine-oriented that she she just doesn't know what to do with herself because she can't come home and play with friends. She can't have the play dates that she wants to have. She doesn't understand what's really happening other than there's a a virus or some sort of sickness out there that that is keeping us from allowing her to do that. And I think as parents, and, and again, Brian, to come full circle, we have to, to figure out a way to have that, that discussion or explain that to our kids what's really going on. And if they have a hard time accepting it, like I know some friends of ours, their, their daughter is, uh, I think, 10 or 11 years old, and she's an only child, and they're struggling with, with that. She can't play with her friends, and, and she, you know, she's, she can't go to school and do these other things. It's it's up to us to be, you know, we have to be a little more cognizant in having those conversations and understand from a, from their perspective that they're struggling just like we are. And it's it's good to be able to sit down with you guys and actually see you, but from their eyes, this is a very different time, and they can't. When is this going to be over? And our answer is, I, I don't know. They never, they'll, they'll flip that switch like you said whenever they want. Yeah, well, we, we've set a weird precedent for the whole thing. I mean, because here's here's and here's the sad part about it. This isn't there's this isn't like the only virus yeah. out there doing its thing. There's a whole there's a whole uh, universe of evil bacteria and viruses and all these things out there right now that are out to get us. Our, our bodies are an amazing mechanism on its own. We're it's constantly constantly fighting off. That, that whole immune system thing you were talking about earlier. Our bodies, that's, you know, we, we think of it as building up an immunity to it, but our bodies are constantly fighting off that stuff. Constantly. And now we're teaching them not to. And, 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 but you're exactly right. Well, are we, are we teaching, I, I don't know, I don't mean to interrupt you, TJ, but to your point, Brian, are we teaching them not to? Or is it being forced upon us to do it anyway? Well, I, think I don't think it's important. teaching at all. I think it's. Yeah. This no, is no, this is the new norm. This is where we talk about this word. This is the new norm. We're not teaching them per se. This is just what has to happen, and that's what we're being forced to bring into our homes. But in that, right or wrong. But in that, your body's not learning to build up an immune system. That's the other thing because we're all inside. 
when you're talking about scholarships and sports, this year's college draft, NFL draft, okay, colleges for high school, is you're getting the seniors. How are these seniors going to get picked next year when there might not be football in some cities? Yeah. In L.A., they're talking yep. nothing until the end of the year. So is that is this year's college football is going to be just fine? It's going to be, well, as far as the talent they're going to get. What about next year's talent? Is it going to well, be weakened? Is, it, can Fresno State actually get worse is the real question. No, actually, they're going to get better this year, and I, I have a whole list of reasons why, but I'm not going to get into I'm that saying, here because no one really gives this, a crap. But You're, you're going to get this year's juniors next year, and they might not start their senior games until, what, they're talking like November, December. But let's take, it, let's take it a step further. How about the juniors in high school that are about to be seniors or the sophomores that are about to be juniors? This is when their recruiting road starts. Right. Yep. If they can't play their games, oh, they're gonna get recruited. that's exactly right. So what do you do next year's college draft? Where, what are you left with? Who, how, we just built what? Prosper Stadium, $52 million stadium. Something like that, yeah. Season this year. What's going to be played this year? Um, and what's going to be played next year? And what are the colleges looking at for talent? Are they looking at what the juniors did this past football season? Because who knows what they're going to look at next season as a as a uh, uh, recruiter. Well, it might be an interesting blooper reel for the next season when you got a bunch of guys out there that don't know what they're doing. Hat change. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> comes another hat change. They're going to figure something out. They might be out there playing with whole new helmets with, you know, with, uh, you know, scuba tanks on their back. Uh, who knows? You know, like, I mean, who knows how they're going to. Hey, man, we might we might be watching some type of virtual reality type game where these guys are suited up with those little dot things suits right. like they did for the uh, oh, sure. Avengers movies, you know with the CGI thing, and, and they're running around, in you the know, house? in the house, and juking people. Do you think that, the, did you just say juke? Yeah. He's pretty hip. Yeah, you did tell me how hip he was. He knows <laughs> the word juke. Do you think there's going to be a football season this year? Because L.A., they're talking, like California, like no, no organized sports. NFL, yes. NFL, yes. High school football. No. You high school football. If you're in the state of Texas? In the state of Texas, absolutely. No, shoot no. Yeah. I, I, They'll and, shoot the people that are dead or no, that have the But here's – so All I can say is shout out to the uh, to the future football players in California. Hey, there's a lot of schools here that, in Texas. Don't tell them that. Uh, Texas is right above Oklahoma. I can get into a whole argument with that whole don't California my Texas. I'm so sick of seeing that crap. We can't do that? No, because I'm going to get on my soapbox and I'm not going to get off it. What do you do with the kids that are in California that might not have a football season this year? Are they going to be looking at the cities to move to migrate here to come to te- North Texas school? It, see, I don't. Right now, there. I don't even think. And when you said high school football, I don't think we're going to see it even here. And the reason okay. I say that, <clears throat> I don't, because there's a, a good friend of mine who's the head coach at a Dallas high school. They haven't even been given clearance for spring practice yet. They it's haven't college. even. Neither has college. Well, but that's just it. I don't know that college is going to. But college can more afford. Well, let me change my answer. I was about to say they can more afford to play in empty stadiums, but I don't think they really can. But I think it's more important for high school kids to play their football season than it is for college. I, I might be wrong with that. We, we, might, we might disagree on that. But I think it's more important for kids, especially those who, in, and I'll say this for the ones that have the talent to, to be able to play at the next level. And I say that because, <clears throat> and this is a number that 
I learned while I was helping kids uh, in their recruiting uh, journey probably four or five years ago, and I stopped because I just got too emotionally involved. But um, it's for the kids that can play at the next level. So do you know how many kids actually play college football? For the, the percentage of kids who play college football after high school, it's 4%. So 4% of all high school athletes, high school football players play at the next level. Division 1, 2, 3, NAIA. 4%. You know how many of that percentage play at the very next level of the NFL? 2%. Two. Yeah. So what the, the kids, and the reason, and I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, Brian, but I say that for the kids who have the ability to play at the next level, it's more important to me for them to play their high school football the next two years than it is for college to play their seasons. Because it's it's more important for these kids to be able to go to college because a lot of these kids in college already, they can get their academics done. They can go on to a career. They're these guys, there. They're already there. They're yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. So what do you do with the juniors this year, that this coming senior year, that won't get picked up? And how's, it, how's next year's college hey man, draft going to look? Keep training. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can, you can keep training and hope for the best, but focus on your schoolwork, man. You know, I mean, you're going to – no, he's 100 percent right. You might you're right. Have, you're gonna have to change. Look, we can we can come up with we can sit here and come up with all the obstacles in in the way of, of, of all these kids' futures and all this stuff. But for every obstacle that we come up with, there's a way over or around that obstacle. And I mean, it's it's different. It's not the way you were planning it. You know. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a situation where uh, you got to, you know, figure out what uh, what your next plan of action is now. Like, change the plan up a little bit. Keep training. Keep practicing. Um, keep focusing on 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 the things that you can focus on. Have some Zoom calls with your coaches. But I, I think for high school athletes, I think it's so incredibly hard for them to train right now because they're so used to training with their teammates. They're yeah. so used to being out on the field, whether it's running routes or catching passes or, or an offensive line drills or whatever the case may be. And especially, let's I mean, if I single out the offensive line, they have to have somebody else to be able to do their drills. They can't do that with what's going on right now. Now, granted, the parents might go, you know, if you don't care, I don't care kind of thing, and they may be able to do that. But I've seen so many posts and, and tweets and all this other stuff about high school football athletes not being able, as you said, TJ, not being able to stay um, committed, not being able to stay, you know, and they don't know how to, you know, it's been day after day after day. How do you stay committed to that, not knowing if you're even going to be able to play a season? Well, yeah, you gotta, you got you to gotta wonder if the, um, the whole, uh, your, your whole, motive, your motivation is going to be completely gone and with focus. some of these guys and your focus, because you, you, you know, you got some of these kids. Let's be honest. You got some of these kids. They are not planning on doing any homework. They're only planning on doing football yeah. or whatever sport they're involved in. And because of they're so elite or whatever it is, they're going to pass. It's sad to say it, but that's just the way it is. And they're banking on that. Yep. So guess what? They passed their grade last year, but they didn't do anything to you know make themselves any more educated. Are you saying football quarterbacks are bad? Uh, uh, what, I'm, what I'm saying is... <laughs> Careful, because I was one of them. There's, 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 there's some kids that just don't... You know, that's that's what they do. 
they're 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 football players. They're yep. baseball players. They're whatever, Wrestling and that's what they do. And they're so good and they're so elite that they have other people helping them out. Hey, buddy, now you got to open your book. Now you need to read or yeah. learn to read. Yep. Did you say to Ezekiel Elliott yep. was stupid when he was at Ohio State? Huh? You say Ezekiel was stupid at Ohio State? Yes. Okay, me too. <laughs> well, yeah, and that <laughs> hasn't changed. <laughs> that hasn't changed. No, that hasn't. Changed. You don't think? Okay, do you think there'll be high school football here and as big as North Texas football is? Three stadiums over almost two hundred million dollars between three stadiums. Do you think that there'll be football this year? The only reason there's there the only reason I could see that there might be is high school football can actually afford to do it without fans. They can because they don't. As as Mike Goddard said last week on on the interview I did with him, he said high school football doesn't or high schools don't rely on the gate. The, the entrance, right. you know, whatever people are paying for tickets. They don't rely on that. They don't rely on the concessions. That doesn't pay much of anything. Uh, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. just blow $52 million on a stadium that we might not see for the next two years as, as fans. But, but here's the other thing. That's the only reason I could see that happening is they can actually afford to play without, without fans. But here's the other side of that. How many high school football parents are going to allow their kid to play? Right. That's There's right. the bigger That's question. The Are we going to do flag football this year? So you have what seven guys on the front line? It's fifty yards, and you don't you don't do tackling. You don't you can't do touch football. You're right up to the outside. You can't do flag football. You make the flags six feet long. Now do we have to change flags and and sanitize them before you actually play them? Better yet, there's those big rubber ball things you can get in. Oh my god! Yeah, there we go. Did we just start a new sport? Did we just get rich right now? Yeah, we did. I would pay to go see balls. football players rolling around. <laughs> that with would balls. Like. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes. If anybody that's listening comes up with this, and makes if we get yeah, here first. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. XFL, eat your heart out. I can't see cities like this with the fans as it is going. To, now I've been to high school games back in you know North San Diego where I was at, and they're good. They're they're fun. Coming out here, there's it's a nothing. different animal. Nothing it like is. it. And I don't think yep. you're going to keep Texas yep. back. I swear to God, if they don't do f- high school football out here, people are going to find out who has COVID and they're just going to go shoot them. <laughs> well, you know, just so we can play football. I think, I think we're actually missing and you know you agree with the, me. the elephant in the room here. Wow. What about the swimming? <laughs> Did you just look at me? <laughs> what about the swimming? TJ looks right at Brian. I mean, what about, what, about the, what about the tennis? The about but they My can do six feet separation and swimming. In tennis. You know what? Seriously, I'm concerned you with the chess team. Gymnastics. Chess. <laughs> gymnastics, you're six feet apart. So are you, yeah, so are you in swimming, so are you in tennis. Chess. Ten- you can't do chess. You're too close. Uh, well, you, and you can do, do golf, board too. Board. Big boards. You can do golf. Yeah, well, you can do golf, yeah. But here, here's, a, here's a, the, the point I brought up about college. The, there was a point that was brought up. It, some of these colleges, if they don't play football, they may not be able to financially That's true. carry Swimming, tennis, mm-hmm. chess. LSU, LSU football foots the bill for the entire thing. Well, I think I think a lot of football. Te- I mean, you've got you can fit a hundred and I think it's like a hundred and ten thousand people. Oh, their natatorium's huge, huh? It's, it's in yeah, the auditorium. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I thought you were talking about swimming. I thought you the meant swimming, the, the swimming team. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, no, it's probably yeah, smaller than what Prosper just built. But, dude, I mean, you got I mean the big house. 
up in Michigan. I mean, look, well, look at Nebraska. That's <laughs> wow, why you got it back with my Big Ten? I'm sorry. I There's 100,000 people. You got the big house. Yeah. You got Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's did he seriously of... just do that? Yeah, he did. Really? <laughs> what about where I went to school? University of Toledo. Why can't we just do it yeah. there? <laughs> seriously, we can play, we can play college games here in, uh, in Prosper. We got the, they did. In, they in did. Allen and Frisco they and did in Allen. McKinney. They played two like, Division II uh, bowl games last year at Allen High School Stadium. And Toyota Stadium. Yeah, is that what in Frisco? Frisco? Yeah. I just, I don't see in this area high school football and no fans. There's just no way. They'd have to. People tailgate. They'd have to. It's, you it's would, there, there is no choice I to mean, be made. I grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's life down there. Man. Right. I mean, it's it's an experience. It's it's a bucket list experience to, to be there, especially on a Saturday no, night. LSU, you I, I think throughout the South. Option? We're open. If you want to come, come. If well, you don't, no. come. Hey, if you nope. make it an option, people will be there. Yeah, so and that's that's the problem. And that's the that's thing. the problem. This isn't. This is where you have to decide. As, as we have, we have to decide as a society, really, because at the end of the day, if the government's going to enforce something clearly, you're gonna you're gonna. I mean, if you're gonna have to wear a mask now to go into the grocery store, that's required. That. Right. You know what I'm saying? If that's required now, then. If I have to go get groceries, if I can't, you know, if my order can't be delivered until a week later and I need something or whatever, that now that I'm going to have to wear a mask, I guess, to go. So, so I mean, what are you, you going to do? Are they going to enforce it? Or are we just going to decide as a society to say, no, we're, we're going we're gonna to do this because this is, yeah. this, is the way we, this is the way we live life, man. I mean, it, here's, the, here's, the, here's the issue because you want to, you know, we can get into a whole – it's, we can do a, yeah. actually do a whole podcast. Yeah, we can. Great. Um, that would have been a great idea. Here's the here's the thing, man. Like, is it selfish? Is it selfish to think that way, though? Like, is it selfish to think, man? I just want my kid to be able to to do what, to play sports and go to school and live his life and be a child. You know what I'm saying? Right. Be a kid. Be a kid. Uh, is it? But. Somebody gets sick. Well, okay, let's let's let, and I'm going to stop you right there because not even, and let's not get it twisted. The three of us grew up, and we could be kids. And let's not let's not even without COVID, the kids that are growing up nowadays couldn't do what we did growing up. They they couldn't be the kids that we were. Not saying that, and probably the three of us got in, in our own kind of trouble growing up, but they couldn't do the kind of things we did. They've got. TV and internet and phones and iPads and, and whatever else, it's a very different time that our kids live in than what we grew up in. So even without COVID, they can't be kids as our generation would call it. And I think your kids are going to be even further removed from where we grew up mm-hmm. and how we grew up because now schools, life, everything is going to be even more different than this last 20, 30 years grew up. And that's going to be even bigger. I'll tell you this. Here's my thing. And as we, I don't know if we're starting to close or not because I'm having a wonderful time. So, <laughs> no, literally there's like crickets out there. So, I was talking to a buddy of mine who's clearly on the other side of the line. And, you know, going to stores and not wearing masks like you said. Now you feel like a victim not standing on that stupid sticker that says wait here. And you hear the continuous, don't forget to wash your hands and make clean it. And yeah. I'm going to yeah. throw out something at every speaker. So he's, how can you be going out there and doing what you're doing and going through society and wanting these stores open? And I said, okay. 
let's look at this. Like you were saying, that things are going to change, whether we want to or not, whether the government says or not. It's a matter of tolerance. I became intolerant of what was being told to stay at home and do things after about two weeks. Some people are tolerant up to a month, and now they're starting to kind of go out more. So I said, when's your tolerance level to where what you're calling me to, I'm bad going out in society and not wearing a mask and doing all this. I said, if the government says you, we, we're not going to open up the country until January 1st, because well, they wouldn't do that. I said, oh, they can because they have been. Yeah. So the timeline of them telling you how long or flipping the switch in six months or whenever they, let's just say, feel We're like talking it. talking about another wave. Right, right. I mean, yeah. So they're already setting in place when they have to do this again. Not if, it's the word is when. Yeah. yeah. I said, if they told the government told you December 31st, when's your tolerance level for doing what I'm doing and calling me out? When are you going to say, I've had enough, I'm going outside? Because that's what this comes down to. What's a tolerance level when the government says you can't go to a, a, a game you can't open up your store. You can't go to the grocery store. You can't do this. It now becomes everybody's individual tolerance of when they're going to go, I'm done. I'm done having people in, in doing well, not this. Not that, man. I mean, so many people that can't work right now because these businesses have a choice. Some of the businesses are given a choice. You know, you right. can open if you want. If you don't feel like it's the right time, then you can stay close. And look, that's their personal choice. But well, if their choice and their decision comes down to closing down, staying close, you still have a lot of people that are out of work. Right. And at a certain point, does the desperation level get out of control with people that are starving? Because did you hear that? that I forget who it was that was saying. I was reading a deal that was saying that, that you know, they expect 133 million people to starve to death. In the worldwide, right? Um, because the, the, everything's just so shut down. Right. One hundred and thirty-three million people. That's not COVID getting them. They just they can. They'll, I'm sure they'll add that to the to right. the numbers probably. But right. but I mean, is is that uh, is is it is is it worth losing one hundred and thirty-three million people right. to starvation? Versus losing maybe half a million people or, or a million people to COVID. And that's where the cure is back worse than the, than the disease. Yeah, that's exactly. That are we, are, at a certain point, when is it when is it balance itself out in some way to where it's like, hey, man, we're better off just, just giving it a shot right. and uh, and seeing, seeing where it goes. Because right now, you know, the suicide rate is going crazy. Uh, you know, people domestic violence. Domestic <coughs> violence is going crazy, yep. and that's where um, the tolerance desperation is getting nuts. You know, I mean, it, at what point do people just start knocking on doors and saying, "Give me all your food"? Right. You know, I mean, it's. Uh, well, and, and I've been, you know, the only reason that I do Instacart is really kind of a selfish reason because I really hate going to the grocery store. I'm with you. I, I don't. I don't mind it's going. I have no problem. Even with COVID, I don't really care. You want to send me to the grocery store? Like I just went the other day to pick up flowers and a card. But thank I don't – I, I know where everything in Kroger is. What? Thank you again. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you like the roses. I'm, yeah. Wait, you said they were is that on, weird? You went twice? Why do you guys have to tell each other that I got you both flowers? I don't understand you know why this has to be a thing. on the both of us. My, mine were red roses. <laughs> Pink. I got the yellow friendship. Whatever. <laughs> red means love. Third reason why I'm out. This could just get weird in here. <laughs> I told you people and hilarity was going to ensue on this show. I'm still waiting for the ensuing hilarity. <laughs> oh yeah. We've gone from the fat shot to the yellow friendship roses. This didn't get weird at all. Um, 
I don't even know where I was at the oh with Pro, with Kroger, but I I do the Instacart because I just hate going to the grocery store. I just would rather not. If I can do something like that and you drop my groceries off for the door, I'm 100 percent in. You have somebody put them in the fridge in the cabinet. I'm yeah, all in. It's great, but hey, man, you keep you, you stay isolated long enough, you start jonesing for that trip to the grocery store. Uh, dude, I get out every day. I go drop the kids off at at Primrose and back. But you know, we go we have gotten addicted Did you just to say dr- you go outside to drop the kids off at the pool. Yeah, as a matter of fact. You totally cut out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in, as my beautiful wife walks, I wish you'd be part of this conversation because this has gotten really interesting. 40, yeah, just yeah. my wife just turned 40 on April 8th. And by the way, we have the same birthday two years apart, if you guys didn't know that. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Want to <laughs> say hi? We're total professionals here. <laughs> oh. so she has to go for the way the groceries you got from Instacart. <laughs> Oh, anyway, um, but to me, it doesn't, I'm going to do my life, whether it, my life hasn't, the only part of my life that has changed is I work from home full time now. Which, you know, look, I'm envious of. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, oh, I, man. that's I'm why I say your wife is a rock star with the kind of schedule that you have here. <laughs> Gabby is an amazing woman. Oh my goodness, man. But I mean, you know, she can work from home too. There's yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of companies now where they can do this, they can offer this work from home thing. I'm hoping, and I know, you know, Gabby's probably hoping too. She's like, hey, it'd be nice to be able to just do this full time. It, it is convenient mm-hmm. for certain jobs, but there's also a lot of other jobs where you have to be out doing stuff. And you know, man, I mean, I, I, I feel bad. I, it's terrible to think about that aspect of it because I wish there was some way that. Look, man, I've been tipping more. Like yeah. a lot more. Yeah. And I, you know, I always tried to tip well, but I, I know, like, I, I was at, I was, uh, I was out of town recently, and I, you know, I was hungry. I had to order some food. So I order some food. The guy comes in, and I, I never leave on the, on the page when you pay for it. You can decide, you know, put oh, how much you want to tip, and then you can also put, like, a note, like a special instruction note. <laughs> so I never leave a note for, but I decided, I was like, you know, this guy is out here. He's he's working. He's delivering food, man. His hero badge. He's the, he, he, <laughs> For his hero guy, badge, this yeah. This is a real hero right here, right. You know? And so I just said, you know, I said, you're the real MVP. And that's what I typed in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he knew. It, 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 well, you know, I don't you're know if he, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if he's, the, you know, I don't know if he recognized that reference or not. But uh, but anyway, it was just, it was, I was, I, you know, and I, I, I gave him an extra because I was, I was like man this you know there are people out there that are still doing the thing and they're they're and maybe they don't want to go to work right they maybe they maybe they're the teacher the parent or the student that's scared to go to work but they have to to provide in yeah. this whole school shutdown thing what about the parents that still have to go and work that can't have their kids at home you know you look at all that and go I see people at Lowe's that are working like maybe they don't want to be here maybe they are scared but they have to go to work and they don't want to me I go to work. I'm flying next week to Southern California. I was in Sacramento a couple of weeks ago. You know, I'm flying. People are like, what are you doing? It's safer to fly now than it was a month ago. There were six people on my flight. Yeah. They hit me up for 20 bucks on the airplane. I mean, honestly, for gas money. It was a little embarrassing. <laughs> I'm like, this is kind of, oh, what the heck. So, but people are freaked out and I'm okay. But what about the people that aren't okay, that have to go to work, that don't want to, that'd rather be at home with their kid because their kid's home from school. And I'm like, I'm like, you, do you give a little bit more? You know, yeah. what, what do you do? When you well, said tip, well, you know, that's yeah, a big I mean, thing. You gotta, I mean, it's 
made me. It's definitely made. I mean, I'm all. I'm. 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 I'm all for helping people, you know, uh, and 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 trying to, you know, be a good neighbor and, you know, do do for others, you know, as you know. Th- th- I'm all for the golden rule mentality. I'm gonna um, cry right now. <laughs> but but at the same, you know, at, at, at the same time, this this whole situation has. I, I could safely say it's definitely. It's made me more charitable for sure than I was before. Um, because I, you know, you, you are thinking about it on a deeper level when it comes to, you know, the person next door. Like, hey man, they might not be working. Hey, you see them outside. Hey man, you guys, you guys got toilet paper? Y'all need any? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I missed the memo on the run on toilet paper. Um, are you saying I shouldn't have coughed towards that guy that's putting you in the lowest manager <laughs> part? <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's uh, it's one of those things where you know you, you are thinking about it on a deeper level. Like, it's not just about okay, okay. When when's the government going to let this thing open back up? Like, hey man, maybe there's something I can do right now because guess what? I'm still working. I'm still getting a paycheck. I'm my wife's still working. She's getting a paycheck. You know, it, things are weird. Things are different. But, but I, you going out doing your thing like I am is putting somebody to work when they are glad to go to work, whether they want to be there or not, because they're freaked out. At least those people are working too, yeah. right? Like the guys that came today to check the fireplace because the place was moving out of. And I'm like, you guys, got, yeah, we're busy, we're busy. Guys in my industry in the, swim, in the swimming pool industry, they're swamped right now, which is great. Yeah. So people are like, do I really want this service guy to come over and fix my pool heater and what? Yeah, because they're trying to put food on their plate too, and they're thankful to have a job. Man, bicycles, bro. Have you been to? I don't ride bicycles. Have you been to? Have you been to like, and I was at Academy today trying to find. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Did you buy the wrong bait? Yeah, I didn't catch anything. Really? I didn't. I I thought about just hooking myself and (laughs) jumping in the water to see if maybe it would bite. uh, Loch Ness monsters in the in that pond. But no, I mean, there's there's no bicycles, man. Really? There's no bicycles, dude. If if you're gonna buy stock right now, buy it in Schwinn and Huffman <laughs> and Mongoose I don't, because there's no bikes. I tried riding a bike down the street about six months ago, my son's bike, no, and that didn't. was the wrong thing. I did, <laughs> and I had a neighbor almost take a They took a picture. It was quite embarrassing. I look like, you ever see one of those cartoons? Hear me out. You ever hear one of those, see those cartoons where the elephant's on the little tricycle? <laughs> right here. Right here. This Nothing guy. from the peanut gallery, please. Um <laughs> That was me. So for me to go ride a bike, unless it's one of those 1972 banana seats, my fat butt isn't getting on it because you are not going to see that seat at all. <laughs> that's, that's great. The <laughs> image of that. Of those, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'll let you go to sleep with that image in your head. Yeah, you, need to, you need to get yourself even better is when you see the guy out there on the road bike like Lance Armstrong in it up. With the full, with the, the, the full suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. Just flopping out. Yeah. Like just, just there. Just shrewd out it. on every corner. Yeah, going. Lance Armstrong, Man, he is you not. You need to put some more miles on that. Time. You need to keep going. You need to, it's yeah. like, I don't know if people run that list. But this. more on the Peloton and not in public. Right. 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 Definitely. It's like when I see people running. So if, if you're listening to this show, if you're one of the four people that are going to tune in. <laughs> Hope it's more than whenever I see like Jones really over five. Skinny, this is way off topic. Whenever I see really skinny people running like that, like, running, yeah, like that, that are running down the street, I just want to roll down my window and very politely just go, "You're done. <laughs> yeah. Go home." Yeah. 
there's no reason for you to go another mile and a half. There <laughs> just isn't. So when I see a big guy like me running, when I say big, I'm you know, concerned about that. I don't tease those guys because I, I, I'm all for you need to keep Like, dude, I'm, my son and I, we have turned on Eye of the Tiger as people are running like big guys. You think I'm kidding. And we just turn it up and they're, they're like digging against like a little smile. But the skinny people, go home and eat. <laughs> where the shelves are just not being stocked, I guess. They're, cut, they, they're cutting back on items at the menu, like at fast food. Not yeah. to go through fast food. There's no Panic <laughs> Express right now, bro. My, that's exactly what I was going to say. My wife say, and son love it. They love Panics. I can't stand Panic Express. But my wife goes, where's all the stuff on the menu? They took everything off because they don't know when people are coming. That's funny you mention that. Yeah, there's no teriyaki chicken, man. That's what I always get. And no bikes. What are you going to do with no bikes and no teriyaki chicken? Yeah, man. Oh, my God. Just going fried, baby. Just going to fry it up. You know? More winter weight. More winter weight. Oh, my God. Rode this right off the rails. It's just a weird situation. Yeah, it is. It's a weird situation. But here's here's the other thing that I think about, and not to bring this back, I'd rather keep it in the funny part of this conversation, but the, the, the serious has to come back at some point. The... The school districts who um, have kids who rely on the lunches at school to be able to eat. And I know talking to this this uh, football coach who works at one of those Dallas schools, the administrations of those kind of schools are struggling just to get meals to them. So if this continues, how are they going to be able to do that? You, and you mentioned – you know, or actually, TJ, you mentioned how many people are starving, the 133 million. There's kids right here in DFW that rely on being at school for meals. Mm-hmm. So oh, now yeah. now you're not just talking about an education. Now you're talking about a, a more serious Mind issue. Mm-hmm. LA, LA school districts, they give you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Now dinner in LA, which to me is sad. When you lose the, the family time around the table, mm-hmm. that's sad. But breakfast, lunch, and dinner that families depend on, now they're not getting it, which is sad. So, yeah, I, what are they doing? And I know they're trying to do that here um, and have, like, you know, food things set up on Wednesdays or whatever it was that they were doing. Yeah. I, they were doing it every day. In our, they, were, they were bringing and delivering lunches every day. Oh, really? In the neighborhood. Yeah, in our neighborhood. And that was, that was awesome. And then they started doing, like, they would give two. They would give them two, like, certain kids if they, you know, they, they would get, like, two bags of the food that they would have. Well, and the the reason that I brought that up is there was an article in Yahoo News, and I, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but it just it was like one of those eye roll kind of articles. But it was you know don't reopen the economy because you know and I and I understand the people that have the the struggling in immune systems or, or can't handle you know we talk about the asthmatics and and the the weakened immune systems you know whether it be cancer or what, any other health. Well, but the the point that I was going to make is that the schools that I was talking about in. in this article was saying, you know, don't reopen the economy because if everybody starts going out as normal, then all of us with weakened immune systems get sick again. Well, it's, there's more to it than just simply reopening the economy and letting people get back to the normal lives. It's about one of these things is getting meals to kids, allowing these kids to come back to school who are 
who rely on those meals. So it's we're not just talking about, hey, yeah, it's a, it's a free fall. Like, you know, my wife and I were actually supposed to be at, at Disney World this week. We were supposed to leave uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And now we pushed it back to November. And now there's a, a commission that they're talking to Disney about. How can you reopen? And they're going to re- leave it in Disney's hands with Disneyland and Disney World. And, and because they're a city to, in, you know, in and of itself, or especially in Orlando, not necessarily Disneyland. But there's more to it than just allowing people to get back to their normal lives. There's so much more to it than you're, you're going to get me sick. Well, I get that, but there's so much more that you're not thinking about than just simply yourself. And, I, and I'm not saying that to try to be offensive, but it's not just about... It's not about the, selfish, the selfish aspect of, hey, man, I want to you know, go back to get a haircut. You know what I'm saying? I, I need to go get a haircut, man. We need to get this thing open back up because, you know, I'm getting my man bun going. And I don't like it. it you know, that, that's that's just – and that's that's what's, that's the way some people are probably looking at it. But to your point, it's, it is it is deeper than that because the problem is is that in the news, if you want to call it that these days, mm-hmm. is the information we're getting is, is, is that, you know, so-and-so is – you know, in this leadership position is, is responsible for this or and then they're pointing fingers the opposite direction and I don't want to get too ridiculous with it. But but you know what, that's all they're talking about. They're not talking about the fact that yeah, kids and families are struggling right now that have food. Well and and, eat, and what about the ones who hey, guess what? The, hey, this this is where the need is right now in this particular community. How can how can the haves help the have nots right now? Well, what about that the people? What about the people that didn't necessarily get furloughed but lost their job? Now you're talking about people yeah. losing their homes. Now you're talking about not being able to feed. There's there's so much more to this than just reopening the economy. It's so much deeper than that. But that's going to keep going. And by the way, you can take off the mouse ears. That explains why you're wearing those. Yeah, the, I'm, I'm living vicariously through my there's, my own. Because there's <laughs> there's people. <laughs> he said he would, couldn't go to Disneyland. Um, there's people out there that won't go back to work. Because if you are making whatever you're making, let's say, you know, let's call it $30,000 a year, and then you're getting unemployment, and now you're getting that extra 600 bucks plus your unemployment, and you're making, there's people out there now making more being on unemployment for the next 13 weeks than they were working, that's going to be a problem. And there's also people that are going to be relying on government assistance, which is what one side wants. So this whole kids not eating and the poor is going to continue to grow because of what's happening. So do you not open up the economy? No, you have to because you have to, like you said, they have and they have nots. You're going to continue to divide class warfare. You're going to continue to divide everything. Read Solinsky's rules for radicals, and if you don't think those top ten things are happening, that's exactly what's happening right yeah. now. And that's what that one side wants. So the more people you have in government assistance and paying no rent, get this loan, get this $1,200, get more money to stay at home, that's exactly what perpetuates Man, if, the whole thing. If you <laughs> – if you you mentioned conspiracies earlier, and if you want to get into that, yeah, next no week, thanks. Next that, week, no but, thank but, you. But that's right that's where it is. It's mm-hmm. exactly that's, where all this is. That's where it is when you when you get into that point, right? It's conditioning, mm-hmm. and uh, what are people comfortable with? You know what I'm saying? Like how much of your <laughs> how much of your liberties are you willing to give up for it this? It comes back to my comment earlier about being tolerant. You're tolerant of yeah. staying in your house for one week, two weeks, three months, six months, a year. I haven't gotten to stay home. You know, when does 
you know, my, my company didn't say, hey, stay home. <laughs> oh, they didn't? didn't? There was a guy. There was a guy that I worked that I didn't work with him directly, but I, I, I know him. I've worked with him before. And uh, and he was feeling some symptoms. And um, he got a little, you know, worried about it. He went to him. They took, they took him out of service for four days. They took the guys that he worked with that day out of service for four days. They had him tested for, you know, like a, a week or so. Ten days later, I believe, they were back at work. Nobody like knew what happened. happened. Really? Like, like I mean, they, 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 they held him out for a couple weeks, and that, was, that it. was it. They didn't get sick. They didn't get, you know, they got they got tested. They, they deemed that they were okay, and they're back to work. Now, they, they, now we, we've also heard that this thing could incubate for 21 days and then whatever, and then there's all this other junk that, dude, what do you know? Like, what do you believe? This is what I've seen directly, like that. And they've done that with a lot of people where I work. You know why? Because they want people at work. Mm-hmm. They want people at work. They, they also are taking advantage at the same time, though, of getting eliminating jobs and getting rid of people and stuff like that, too. Restructuring. <laughs> Not really you know restructuring, but, but, I mean, there's just a lot of people out of work. Sure. At, at, because they're saying all this slowdown, but I'm telling you something. I haven't noticed it slow down. No, not here. For me, personally. Now, look, I'm not, you know, what, what a joke that we always have at work is like, man, you just, you know, you can't see the bigger picture. You can't see the big picture, right? I, well, apparently I can't because I'm going to work every 12 hours. Right. right you know, right. And, and I don't understand why you guys are, are continuing to cut people off <laughs> because I need a few more guys to be on that, you know, to, to help me out a little bit because I'm not getting any time at home. Um, but on the flip side, there's a lot of people that are being forced, yeah. being scared to death, to, that they can't leave their homes. And dude, you, you turn on TV and you're seeing the news people sitting at home in their shorts, apparently in a, in a suit. <laughs> the right. guy that got caught doing our, at a home. Right, they, there was a guy on, I can't remember what news outlet it was, but he was doing a stand up at from his home. He was doing a news update or, or some sort of news story or whatever and the camera got a little too low so he's in the suit jacket tie shirt looks like he's all buttoned up and then the camera got a little bit lower and he was just in shorts below that <laughs> it was beautiful That's the way I would do it. yeah yeah, yeah exactly. and most of them be, probably do i would hate to be the construction company building office buildings right now oh man dude because I mean, people are going to start prosper, working from home out here in prosper you've yeah. got those new those buildings and all that being built up how would you like to be you an office that brand building new movie theater right there sitting there empty empty well, as of That's tomorrow, another thing, dude. Well, they're going to reopen movie theaters. To a movie theater again? Like, well, I mean, but I'm but the, I guess I'm yes. one of the few people that but to your that but to your point, talk about we we talked about sports a little bit earlier. How many people feel comfortable sitting next in it? Let's talk about Dallas Cowboys. That that stadium is, I mean, on any given Sunday, has seventy, you know, fifty to seventy to eighty thousand people, and there's people sitting right next to each other. How many people are going to be comfortable going to NFL think, game? But I don't think, first of all, Dallas Stadium is way overpriced. No, I'm not going to Nobody disagree is. there. Hey, but, you're, you're going to go there and watch it on TV anyway. I, That's yeah, true. I don't, they might lower the price. Right. I don't think the problem is going to be for people wanting to go to go. It's if it's demanded by the government, mayor, governor, whatever it's going to be. That's going to say don't or here's these issues because people are going to want to go to sports. People are want to go to the baseball. Yeah, people want to go to your to your to your NASCAR races. That's not the problem. 
you're not going to lose people that want to go. The people that aren't going to go are going to be scared and don't want to sit next to it. But the people that honestly want to go to enjoy it are going to go like us. Yeah. We're going to send our kids. We're going to go. I'm not changing anything. I'll still go to a sporting. I don't mind sitting next to a guy. I don't know if somebody wants to sit next to me. I mean, look at me, honestly. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's well, you, the thing got, is, you've got the six feet built in. Wow! Shots fired. That is that's funny right there. <laughs> this guy, we just be, did we just become best friends? I think so. But those are the people that are going to want to still go. I'm not going. If, if Prosper says our football games are still going to go, they might have half. If the governor doesn't say and stop it, like Newsom is in California. But if they don't change that, people are going to go. And the only people that won't go are the ones that are scared to catch something, wearing their mask. What are, where are your masks? They probably wouldn't have gone me. anyway. Yeah, it's not stopping the smell of when you're sitting next to me after I eat chili. <laughs> so it's definitely not going to stop the coronavirus. I don't think they're going to lose any money. I think it's only going to be lost if people, if the governors, and if everybody says we can't have it. That's See, where that's, it's going to be That's the key. That's the key. Is like really, six feet apart was funny. <laughs> <laughs> What are we going to do if they're telling us? No? I mean, are they going to just tell us no? And no, I'm, s- I'm sneaking yeah. into that stadium. Are they what? San Diego was. Oh, Did you see Pacific Beach? In San Antonio. They were doing it in Austin this week. That's our producer in the background. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. She's on keep the show and she's extremely hot, so that's she's, that's one thing. She's unplugged me twice from the board. <laughs> I've been told I'm six feet <laughs> wide. Yes. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. I'm going to have so much to choose from when I do the, <laughs> the intro to the next one. I'm going to have a whole lot to choose from. <laughs> I'm hungry. Yeah, do you want something? Chips? Hoagie. You have a hoagie. I eat, and here's the only thing I don't eat. There's only two things I don't eat. Thank you. Multivitamins. My dad does. No, and spam. Me either. Spam. Dude, that might be the only thing we'll have to eat in the future. (laughs) Well, if we have to rely on your fishing, apparently, I'm actually going to lose weight for once because we won't have any. Ice. That wasn't as good as this, my six. <laughs> that, that is one that we're going to remember for a long time. TJ's six foot wide shot. We like the same teams. Look. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Three or four games up there in Fresno. That's what. See, she admits that that school's going to lose funds and money and revenue. Yeah. Do you, Carrie? Do you think? High school football is going to play this year. Yes. I say yes. I said earlier that when Texans figure out who has a coronavirus, we're going to shoot them just so we can go to the football game. Oh, I don't really know. So but the only the only reason they can is if they do it without fans. That's the only reason I'm saying that they're going to. That's the only so way. Here's the question. Here's here's an interesting argument that I heard brought up. We're gonna go two hours on this show, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. More people died from the flu than they have the coronavirus. Yeah. I think 
That's what I read on Facebook. So you know it's true. <laughs> I don't know it's why gotta you be true. The internet. I don't know what the real facts around that are. I guess my point is that there's always going to be homeless and sick rich black people who get needed and who go down. Like, yeah. So we should have a topic on the measles next week. We yeah. We're <laughs> <laughs> next week, yeah. I thought this was family, marriage, and God. Like, this has been COVID know, talk the whole time. COVID. Like, let's get, special I'm report. Over it. Like, yeah, that's the COVID yeah. special report. I want a barbecue with. I want to barbecue with friends. Don't That's what hug. I want to do. That's the thing. Just don't, be smart. Don't hug. Yeah. Don't touch. Well, no, I'm giving these boys a hug on their way out. I promise you that. I'm giving these boys a hug on their way out. <laughs> Look at that. See? We're going to cross-contaminate all day long. <laughs> are you one of those people that wear the mask in the car by yourself? Because those people just <laughs> need to be wiped out. I've seen it. Not even kidding. It. So far. Wearing the mask in the car, in the car. driving down or the, the road people that go to the grocery store with yourself. with gloves and touch everything. They grab their phone <laughs> and they put it in their face, yeah, their face. Yes. and they touch their face. Yeah. It's like you, you know what? Never mind. Yeah. Just there's a process of elimination well, with that. I don't know. Did we just become friends because you offered me a melted Snickers? Who knows? <laughs> the show could go anywhere. I didn't say he refused. I just didn't grab it. It was a little obvious. Okay, so I'm gonna eat it. You're gonna give him diabetes. <laughs> This is, says two Snickers melted into one right there. All right. I could tell you three Musketeers of Milky Way story if you guys want to hear it. <laughs> no, no, there, there's a lot of funny things you see with the people that are taking the precautions. And it's, you know. Yeah, if, a, if you're. a guy I saw recently in the, in the restroom washing his gloved hands. You are kidding me. Yes. He had his. He had his gloves. Well, yeah, okay. I thought you meant taking them off. He should be washing with the gloves on. Wash your hands, then put the gloves on, and then wash the gloves. No, I say wash the gloves because if you're wearing the gloves the whole time, there's no reason to wear gloves anymore. It just looked weird, man. (laughs) (laughs) It looks weird. (laughs) I thought he was gonna pull. I was, I was like, hey, man, this is gonna get weird. Those off, you make a water balloon out of it. We can really have a party. I don't know if anybody can hear my wife in the background right now, but she's making the rest of us laugh. Uh, That's the whole point. They're cross-contaminating if they don't cleanse their hands with the gloves on. You're touching all kinds of things that could be, right? Just like us without gloves. Then you want to put your fingers in your eyes and grab your phone phone and text, and then you want to go back. Well, that's the the phone thing. There was a guy that uh, I worked with recently was spraying his phone down with Lysol. I, I, I mean, well, hey, man, you know. You wanna Whatever. Put it on a napkin you want to look like a, an idiot? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not you, Todd. You're not. Why are you looking at me when you say that? So you don't lick your phone to clean it like, yeah. I, <laughs> like all the all normal right. person Nobody does? does. I just shine. read about that on Facebook. I'm going to spit shine everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. Derailed. Can I switch hats one more time? <laughs> I, I told you that hilarity would ensue on this show. We've ridden it right off the rails. Oh, it it has been a lot of fun. We're gonna, I hopefully gonna bring these boys back next week, depending on TJ's schedule, because he's his schedule is a little more out of whack than the rest of us. But uh, I appreciate everybody joining us in the conversation. If you want to be a part of it, uh, you're more than welcome to do that. If you want to leave a, a comment within the show, you can do that too. Uh, you can find the show on Anchor. You can find it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you want to find it. Road to 1385 is the name of the show. For myself, Todd Coffin, for TJ Love, for Brian Christen, have a great night, everybody, and we will catch you on the flip side. So long.
This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the Jello is jiggling.